there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Samantha Kubik. I know because I have your CV in front of me. You did all kinds of summer work. You were a legal intern at the New York Legal Assistance Group, which is where you are now. At that point, you worked in the matrimonial and family law unit. You actually also engaged in advanced reproductive justice clinic. You worked at Her Justice, which is I guess you worked as a New York Women's Bar Association fellow and legal intern, and you also worked as a research assistant. Was it through those different internships that you kind of figured out the right niche for yourself? Yeah, definitely. I went into law school again, very clear picture of the population I wanted to be helping, but also apprehensive and perhaps I would even say scared of actually working with survivors up close and personal every day. I sort of had this thought that I would be too close to the issue. I would be too emotional. I feel like as women, we're always concerned that people think we're too emotional. And I I thought that maybe I would meet a survivor and we would be working and their story would maybe trigger me in a way where I would fall apart and that would not be helpful to them or to me. And it would just be a mess. And so I went in thinking I was going to do what's called impact litigation, which is the work of organizations like the ACLU, where you are taking cases that are representative of broader problems in the system and using individual cases to challenge laws and systems that you feel that you know are impacting your clients in a harmful way. And I thought that that was what I was going to do. My dream job when I applied to law school, I think I even mentioned it in my essay for law school, was that I wanted to work at the ACLU's Women's Rights Project. So I went to law school and my first summer got an internship at the ACLU's Women's Rights Project. It was a dream come true. I was so excited. And when I got there, what I realized is First of all, that type of work is a lot of research and strategizing, trying to find the best case possible to challenge a law because you may only have one shot in a generation to challenge that law. And so you are working to make sure that you are presenting the best version possible. And it's not a lot of interaction with the individuals on the ground with the people who you are helping. You're you're helping from sort of a further back perspective. And so I thought that work is so important. And I thought to myself, maybe I want to do that at some point. But I think I need to have a better understanding of what's going on 
before I could possibly be part of the process to figure out how do we solve the problem. I needed to know what is the problem. Mm. And I had sort of a moment of crisis thinking to myself, okay, you went to law school, you can't do client interaction work, but you also don't want to do this sort of higher level impact litigation. Have you made a complete and total mistake going to law school? What what is the option now? And thankfully, I had a wonderful professor I had had in my first year of law school, and we stayed close afterwards. And I went to him after that first summer and and had a mini meltdown and said to him, you know, what do I do? I've exhausted all these options. And he looked at me and said, no, you haven't. You've decided one of the options isn't an option for you before you even tried it. And he said, look, interns are free labor. Why don't you try out doing client interaction, doing what's called direct services work, where you are day-to-day interacting with clients, taking their cases, representing them on issues. And if you can't do it, if it is too triggering, if it is too difficult, you're an intern. They will find something for you to do for the remainder of the semester or the summer or whatever it is. It's going to be fine. Your free work, test it out. Don't decide you can't do it before you try. And that made a lot of sense to me. And so I had an internship at Her Justice, as you mentioned, working with domestic violence survivors. And the first survivor that I ever spoke with really resonated with me, really reminded me of my own experiences and experiences of that of my mother. And instead of it, causing me to fall apart, I realized that those experiences were my strength. I could understand on a deeper level why my client had made some of the choices she did and what may have been going through her mind and what she might be feeling as she sat and talked to me. And while no two survivors are the same and no experiences are the same, so I don't know what my clients have gone through. And I will never have experienced the same thing. I could connect with them in a different way because of my experiences. And not only that, I realized I absolutely loved it. I loved getting to know the people who I was helping and having that connection with them. And that completely switched gears for me. I said, okay, this is the way I want to do the work. I want to do direct services work and have those experiences with my clients. Oh my gosh. As I listened to you talking, Samantha, I got goosebumps. (laughs) What do you think the takeaway is for our young listeners? Because this is one of the biggest pain points for, for young people and for those who are farther along in their career with regards to finding something that really lights them up. And it can be a super painful topic, but something that drives them, something they feel passionate about. Because we we may feel passionately or think we feel passionately about something, but that doesn't necessarily help us narrow it down to the exact job, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. I think that trying things out and being a willingness to try out something that you hate. My mom always said that 
nothing is permanent when it comes to your job. Nothing is forever unless you want it to be. And so it's sort of drilled into our head, and I'm not even sure where it's coming from, this notion that you are choosing your career, capital C, definitely no plural, and you have to know what it is you want to do at the age of, I don't know, 18, 22, 25, whatever it may be. And it's simply not true. And so try things out and be willing to possibly fail at them or hate them. It's okay if you hate them, then you'll just try something else. And maybe if you think of it like a little maze, maybe you'll have gone down the wrong path and maybe it's a dead end. Maybe you do have to completely turn around and restart, but that's okay. You've got plenty of time to do that. And maybe it's not a dead end. Maybe it's simply just a weird pathway to something amazing. And each of my internships and experiences taught me something I liked and something I didn't. And I used those to find a place that for now is my home in terms of my job. I took little pieces from each different place. You know, I decided not to do impact litigation, but I loved that at the ACLU, there were people working on so many different types of legal issues, racism, reproductive justice, women's rights, cybersecurity, all of these things were being talked about. And I loved that dynamic. And so when I went on to her justice, I loved the direct services component of the work. But everyone at the organization was working on domestic violence work. And while that was incredibly inspiring, I missed the conversations buzzing around about the other things that impact our clients' lives. And so when I came to the New York Legal Assistance Group, it was sort of a marriage of everything I wanted. It was direct services work in an organization that touched upon a million different issues and really tried to see the struggle of poverty as a holistic problem. How do we go about solving this? We're not solving this, we're not solving poverty, but how do we go about helping our clients and really helping them in a wraparound way? Maybe it might be that the client has to have multiple different attorneys helping with different issues, but we are able to, within one office, address so many of the problems that are going on in our clients' lives, we don't have to just say, oh, I'll send you to this other office. And I loved that. And so each internship and each experience gave me a little something I loved and a little something I didn't. And I just kept hunting until I found the right place. And again, it's not forever. You have to find somewhere that you love and makes you happy and challenges you. And then it might do that forever, but it might do that for a few years. And then you look for something else and it's all okay. It's not a linear path and it's not a capital C, no plural. It's your career and maybe career is up. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.